like look at the their profiles look at the type of people they are um go on social media see who they are i mean we've got access to so much information um let's use the information to our advantage another an example would be actually asking that in the interview asking what type of culture do you have in the in the business um it when it comes to socializing when it comes to um let's say having outside work let's say you you're an entrepreneur you you have side hustles hello everyone my name is andilem kwanazi welcome to a new episode of women at work by empowerx empowerx is a placement agency focused on helping women just like yourself access some of the most sought after jobs in the tech space in today's episode, we talk about personal branding with our guest, Jeanette Teu, uh, and a very good friend of mine. Jeanette is a marketing specialist. She completed her BCom marketing management degree from the University of Pretoria. Um, straight after graduating, she spent four years at Dimension Data in the marketing department. She then gained experience in brand, digital, direct marketing, and communications, then moved to MTN Business as a segment marketing manager and is now marketing lead for digital at Deloitte South Africa, looking after firm-wide marketing relating to digital transformation. Welcome, Jeanette. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So let's get, let's get straight into it. What is personal branding? So personal branding is what other people view you as. So an example would be if I consciously, if I consciously decide that I want to be known as a professional, Whatever I portray or whatever I put out into the world, whether it's my attitude, the way I dress, the way I work, um, that will kind of be put together and will determine what my personal brand is. Yeah, so in essence, your personal brand is basically the unique combination of your skills, your experience, how you portray yourself. Um, it's basically what makes you you. And I think it's important for, for especially young professionals to really take into consideration how they want to be viewed in the in the workplace. So, you know, Jeanette, maybe if you can give us some tips or things that you've seen that um, a lot of people do wrong, specifically when they come into the workplace and kind of portray themselves in a way that could be seen in a negative light. So a lot of the times how, like what can be seen as portrayed in the negative light is dependent on the culture of the business that you're in. If you go into an agency wearing jeans and a t-shirt is perfectly normal and that's kind of the culture and how people work. Um, but when you in an audit firm, um, you have to dress professionally because you are constantly dealing with clients and there's a certain look that you kind of have to have. So a lot of mistakes people make is that they don't look at the culture of the environment that they're in and adjust their personal brand to that culture. Um, and a lot of the times they don't look at the culture in terms of how everybody works and seeing that, okay, do I fit into this culture and how do I portray myself to make myself look good in this culture? Um, an example would be somebody coming in late constantly, not necessarily, um, let's say, 8 o'clock start and you're coming in at 9. Whereas in an environment, in an agency, that could potentially be okay because of flexi hours, because you might have been working the night before. So you just kind of have to read the environment that you're in and adjust your brand to kind of fit into that because that's how you're going to be viewed as an asset within the business. Yeah, and I think um, you touched on something very important, and that's doing your research. 
I know it's a very like difficult, you know, climate when it comes to unemployment and people are just looking to get a job wherever they get a job. But it's very important to just step back and think about the environment that you want to work in. Because as good as having a job is, if you're miserable, you're not going to last and you're not going to portray yourself in a way that makes other people and your colleagues and your managers want to promote you or keep you in the business. So... Yeah, research is very, very important. Um, you know, besides this, just Googling, maybe Jeanette, if you can kind of touch a bit on, you know, how can someone actually get to know the culture of a company before you even get to the company, right? So that you can make a decision whether it's right for you or not. Um, so, I mean, research is, is a big part of it, um, as you mentioned. So it's not a research of let's Google, uh, but it's, it's looking at when you look at a linkedin profile of a company it will show you who actually works for that specific company like look at the their profiles look at the type of people they are um go on social media see who they are i mean we've got access to so much information um let's use the information to our advantage another an example would be actually asking that in the interview asking what type of culture do you have in the in the business um it when it comes to socializing when it comes to um, let's say having outside work, let's say you've, you're an entrepreneur, you, you have side hustles. You kind of have to kind of determine what that business can take and what that business is willing to let you have by asking those questions in your interviews. Interviews are not just about them asking you questions. It's about you sussing them out to say, is their personal brand as a company um, aligned to your personal brand as a person? Yeah, um, I think that's something we forget to do, um, which is ask questions, because I think most of the time you prepare for what you're going to be asked and you don't actually prepare for what you want to know about the company, which is equally important. But something else that you touched on is social media. I mean, almost everyone is on social media today and a lot of people, especially starting out in the work um, environment, think that Social media is for them. It has nothing to do with work. Therefore, they can post whatever it is that they want to post um, and there shouldn't be any consequences. And I just kind of want you to take us through, you know, what does it mean? And when someone is posting things that might be perceived in a certain way, um, which could be damaging to their personal brand, you know, like how, how, do, how do you navigate that space? How do, you, how do you keep your social media, yes, true to who you are? Um, but also keeping in mind that, you know, you are still a professional and no matter what you do, um, your colleagues or your bosses are at some point going to come across your posts. So a lot of times, a lot of people forget that you saying I'm a, per- I'm a, I'm a, I'm an individual, I'm a human being, I can have my own social media platforms, but you have to also take into account that everyone else who's going to see it is also a human being and is going to judge you on that platform. So if you're going to be putting out social media content that's going to damage your personal brand as a person, just know that that's going to affect your work. Um, if they say, if somebody sees you've been partying the whole of Sunday night um, and you come to work and you literally are not functioning, um, that's going to determine to say, okay, this person clearly does not care about their job, um, their personal life, their partying and that type of behavior is more important. So you have to kind of take it into stride to say, even though you want to portray this person that you are on social media, that you can't be two different people. You can't be Jeanette for 
Deloitte and Jeanette, my personal life. Those two can't be completely different people. They can't be completely opposite people. You have to take into account that whatever I put on social media is going to be taken into account on all aspects of your life, whether it's your family, whether it's your work, whether it's your church, anyway. Um, if you're not willing to put something on a big billboard on the N1, then don't put it on social media. Yeah, I love that. Like, just don't do it. It's it's not worth it. It's not worth you losing your job. And we've kind of seen a lot of examples where, you know, people have lost their jobs because of what they've done and said on social media. So in essence, creating a personal brand can be a daunting task, um, but an important one nonetheless. And one of the challenges of building a personal brand in, in the workspace, especially for women, is the perception that your work will speak for you. Right. And whilst that is true, sometimes um, if you don't self-promote and this is like one of the most important thing, if you don't self-promote at work and no one else um, in the company actually knows about your work accomplishments, those accomplishments won't really count for much, especially if you're looking to, you know, get up the career ladder. So one of the things I think that form part of having a strong personal brand is putting um, putting up your hand for opportunities. So you need to be more vocal about the things that you are good at within the team or company um, because it could directly impact on your personal brand and career trajectory. So so I just want us to touch a bit on that, Jeanette, in terms of how you interact with your team, but also with the broader company and how you put yourself out there so that when people, you know, think a certain, you know, job or task needs to be done they're thinking Jeanette is a person to get it done so how, how does one go about doing that especially for people that are more introverted so they sit at the desk and think well I'm doing a good job someone will notice yeah so um, I'm an introverted person as well <laughs> so and that's not that's not an excuse but I think what a lot of people mistake is you don't have to go shouting at the rooftop that look 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 this is what I've done it's a situation of building your personal brand to the point where it speaks for itself. Building your personal brand to the point where when somebody does look at a specific job, they think of you. And there's many ways of doing that. It doesn't have to be you constantly um, um, saying at, at the rooftop that this is what I'm doing. But it's, it's the little things. It's constantly telling your manager that um, you've you've kind of completed this job and you're looking to help with wherever you can. It's about being helpful. It's about being consistent because a lot of the times you do an amazing job on something, but then that's basically it. And then you'll do an amazing job somewhere else and then it's it. You have to be consistent in the way that you kind of always portray yourself. So if you're going to be helpful, if you're going to be um, constantly upgrading your skills or constantly putting your hand up to say, I'm willing to learn, I'm willing to learn, um, people will start noticing it. And then they will be your ambassadors. They will be the ones now talking about your personal brand. It's an example. I mean, it's the same as any big brand. Um, you, you don't see some companies constantly selling themselves anymore because people are constantly doing it. Um, when you go to to Nando's, um, they sell co they. Ooh, it's even a when you go to Nando's, um, you can basically go there and they'll sell Coke next to it because they know that this specific food works best with this specific drink. So it's all about if somebody looks at a specific task, they'll be like, oh, this specific task will work perfectly with Jeanette because she's always consistent, always meeting her deadlines. 
and is always willing to help. So we'll give her this project. So you just have to realize that your personal brand doesn't necessarily have to be you shouting at the rooftop. It's about building um, eminence so that people start talking about you and people start pushing your brand and you as a person. Yeah, I think also that kind of touches on building strong relationships. So you spend about like eight hours at work, right? Yes. Um, so you have to build good relationships. Um, you shouldn't see it as I go to work and then after work I start being, you know, myself or, or you know, something like that. When you go to work, you need to think about, you know, your colleagues. They could potentially have or know um, opportunities that might be suited for you. And they'll never be able to say that unless they know what you can do really well. And sometimes, surprisingly, it's not even like the stuff that you do at work. So um, I actually have a, a great example um, at a previous company that I worked in where someone was a really good um, graphic designer. Right? They were doing it in their, in their spare time and it just so happened. So, so they, their current job was doing something else, but it happened that there was an opportunity um, within the company to hire a graphic designer. And I was like, dude, you know, just show the boss your work. Like you do amazing work. And because of that, and because of me knowing what he does in his spare time, um, he was able to get that opportunity and now works as an amazing UI, UX um, designer at big companies. So that's, that's kind of what we mean when we say build strong relationships. Don't just get to work, do your work and go home. Get to know your colleagues, get to know your manager. You know, they're all people and they all have lives and they all have families. And sometimes people want to connect on that level of being human as opposed to just being at work. So I would really encourage everyone to start getting to know your colleagues um, and also like, you know, put up your hand, but also put up, put people up for opportunities when you see that, oh, you know, I think um, so-and-so can do really well in this in this thing. Um, just, you know, let them know, let the manager know. Yeah, no, I agree completely. Because I think what's also a big factor here is that if you're working with your manager or if you're building a relationship with your manager on that personal level sometimes your skills may not be at the level that they need to be for specific projects but if they know they know that you're a hard-working person who's always willing to learn um who's just very ambitious and that's something you kind of see from a personal level then they'll put you up for jobs where they give you opportunities to actually learn a lot more so it's not necessarily saying okay my skills are amazing i'm a hundred percent but let's say you're at 60%, but they'll put you on projects where they can get you to an 80% because of the other people that will be on the project. So building those relationships actually help build your brand. Definitely. And just another thing on the social media aspect, I think what um, what we were saying earlier on tonight is that we are also ambassadors of our companies. So just like when we start looking at companies and start researching them um, and looking at the type of people there, other people will do that, right? So you want to also make sure that when people research and come across the, your name, it's not tarnishing the reputation of the company. They feel like, oh, wow, this is an amazing person um, that I'd want to work with. And that, that all plays into really building a, st- a strong personal brand. And more than just that, you know, people from competitor companies, you know, could potentially come across you. And so on social media, and so it's important that when they see your profiles, um, you know, they know the type of person you are and want you to be involved in their company as well. 
Yeah, and it's not only competitors. This is clients. You're looking at clients coming in, looking at your social media profile. You're supposed to be the lead on a project um, that's going to cost them billions. And they look at your social media profile and all they see is you and debauchery. <laughs> um, they're not going to have that trust in you to say, okay, actually this person can do the job. Or if you're the type of person who's constantly complaining about every single company, one of those companies could be your clients. And as much as we like to say, um, my brand is my own, you're an extension of your company. So you have to kind of look into your company policies. All companies have a social media policy. Um, I'd like to say all actually, but maybe some don't. So most of the companies I've worked for have a social media policy that dictate what exactly you can and cannot say on social media platforms. Because you have to be very, very careful because this could cost you your job. And a lot of the times people think, oh, this is unfair. This is my personal brand. This is who I am. But you have to understand you're an extension of the company, no matter what you write on your social media. Because I've seen a lot of posts where somebody writes that my views are my own. It's like, yeah, your views are your own, but a company's hired you for those views. So if your views are your own and your views are against what the company believes, then it's kind of contradicting. And a lot of people will start asking questions to say, okay, are this, is this company just hiring anyone? Um, are you just going anywhere so you have to kind of like find a, a really great balance between um the company that you work for and what you believe in so that the contradicting is not as heavy yeah i, I think um and it's it's news to me and i think a lot of people are probably listening um about the social media policy so you know if you if you're already working I think the first thing to go and do is go read up on your company's social media policy if they have one. Ask your manager, ask the HR team what the social media policy is and and start doing a social media audit now. <laughs> I think it's quite important that go to your LinkedIn. Firstly, have a LinkedIn profile. Um, make sure that you know you keep it very much professional. One of the things I've seen is people posting the pictures like we on Instagram, you know, and I was like, that that's a professional platform. So so even if you you can post pictures, but make sure that it's it's not pictures of you on the beach, for example. Um. So so with that, I actually want to get into just highlighting like what are the top three um tips for maybe establishing a strong personal brand, especially for someone who is just stepping into the the work. Um, environment like what are the top three things you you would say they should focus on um, and really pay attention to when they're starting their career and starting to build a brand for themselves I'd suggest being on LinkedIn because that's where a lot of professionals engage and that's where a lot of companies go and actually search for talent so being on a LinkedIn is very very important if this is the career that you're choosing to say I want to be a professional something um, but then also decide which other social media platforms you want to be on. You don't have to be on everything. There's way too many social media platforms. You cannot be engaging on all of them. So choose which platforms you want to be engaging. If you're looking at a content um, person, so let's say you like write a lot of blogs and you write a lot of um, opinion pieces and a lot of opinions on certain content then twitter would be your best option but if you're the type of person who loves photos and who's very visual um visual then link um 
Instagram would be the best option. So just choose the, the platforms that work for you. You don't have to feel pressure to be on all of them because you can't be engaging on all of them. So be engaging is one of them. Be authentic. Be true to who you are as a person. If you've decided this is brand Jeanette, this is what I'm about, this is what I'm, um, I want to talk about, this is who I am, be authentic to who you are because people buy from people. People engage with people. And if they see you and they say, okay, this is an authentic person, this you can tell is who she is, they'll engage with you more, they'll, they'll want you to be part of their team. So be authentic in everything that you do. So externally in terms of your personal brand physically and on social media online um, with your brand. Um, and then be consistent. Don't be the type of person who posts once um, this month and then two months later you post again because then you're not building a reputation. You're not building your, your brand. You're just posting randomly. So to build a brand, people need to trust that the content that you're putting out and the content that you're constantly putting out is actually, one, trustworthy. And two, if somebody sees that you're posting constantly, they'll be like, oh, Jeanette always posts about this. Let me go see if she has anything to say. Oh, Jeanette likes to read about this. Let me go ask her if she's got any opinion on this. So being consistent in how you engage on social media and physically um, is very, very important. Don't be one day very, very rude and mean to somebody and then the next day you're like the happiest person on the planet because then people won't see the consistency. They won't understand who you are and that takes it back to being authentic because they'll look at you as, okay, somebody they can't trust because they never will know how you're going to re relate or how you're going to react to a certain situation. No, so I, I think those that. are the three... <laughs> yeah no no that's amazing and i you know you talked about how to be on social media i just want to bring it back also to the physical workspace like i think what you said be engaging at work don't get there and sit in your own cubicle and don't engage anyone i'm not saying like go to people's desks every five minutes but you know when you when you're going um to get coffee go with someone or bring someone a coffee you know ask them if they would also like to, to get a coffee yeah, and a big example in the physical workspace and being engaging is being present in meetings. A lot of people are literally wallflowers in a meeting and they've got the most brilliant ideas. But because they're either shy or they're like too scared to speak up, they're not engaged in meetings. And then nobody kind of sees them and nobody kind of relates to that. Yeah, and that's a, that's a great um, example because that's a perfect opportunity to, to also like show what you're capable of, not just to your immediate team, especially if it's a meeting with managers and, you know, town halls, for example. Make sure that your voice is heard. Um, and then on the second one, physically being authentic. It means like knowing who you are, the way you dress, you know, and be authentic and consistent. Go together here. Like, don't one day come to work wearing a very short skirt or tight skirt, and then the next day you're wearing jeans. You know, like, kind of, when you're building a brand, it needs to be consistent. But the consistency can only happen if you're authentic to yourself. You know, don't look at somebody else and like, oh, I like how they dress, so I'm going to start doing that. Like, you need to be comfortable. Like I said, you're spending eight hours, you know, at the space. You need to be who you are. You need to be authentic. You need to be comfortable. You need to be consistent in the work that you do. So stick to deadlines. 
if you can't communicate and that's one thing i think a lot of people miss communication is key when you are in a working environment communicate with your team communicate with your manager if you're not going to be meeting deadlines you know let them know ahead of time um that you need an extension just don't just show up on the day and say oh sorry it's not done you know so so consistently like work to improve your work um and not just like obviously keeping to the same standard make sure that you are learning new things that help you be a better person and you know have a better a stronger brand um and yeah and i think you know Jeanette said are really really amazing things again it's be engaging be be authentic be consistent and thank you so much um Jeanette for for joining me on this episode i'm happy to to be here i'm happy to <laughs> take part in this conversation amazing amazing stuff thank you all for joining us on another episode of women at work with me zandlin kwanazi remember your personal brand is a unique combination of your skills and experiences and expertise that make you you and the world deserves to get to know the real you remember we are on this journey together please do engage with us on our various social media pages at empowerx um and yeah catch you on the next episode bye bye